I don't know that I ever, you know, thought about, you know, what I would be feeling at this moment. Other, you know, I probably just sat there and just wished I could be in those in those games. And uh, I'm so happy that I've got the opportunity to be in them, and I'm gonna have an opportunity to be in another one that uh, I've always wanted to play in. I don't know. I just I'm excited for these guys and and looking forward for the opportunity. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday, reacting to championship weekend and now looking ahead to Super Bowl 56. All right, so we have what? We have counting today 10 shows leading up to the Super Bowl. So we will talk a lot about this game. But it, there's nothing like the first thoughts you have on a game. And it could change. And this We have extra time for our, our thoughts to change. But let's give our first thoughts on this game. Super Bowl 56, Rams and the Bengals. Rams currently a four-point favorite over a Fandle Open three-and-a-half. Moved up to four pretty quickly. Total on the game, 49-and-a-half. The first thought I have, I have a couple initial thoughts here. One, I, I mean, it gets to the point where is it just ridiculous fading Joe Burrow at this point and betting against Joe Burrow? That's my first thought. But the, the, the actual matchup point that I think is going to be brought up a lot and noteworthy, how are the Bengals going to block the Rams? So this season, the Bengals ranked 30th in pass block win rate. That's the ESPN stat they use to determine yep. um, do you win or lose a block within two and a half seconds, right? That's typically a, a normal amount of time for a quarterback to get the ball out of their hands, whatnot. So the Bengals ranked 30th in pass block win rate, the second or third to worst in the NFL. You know who ranked first on the opposite side on defensive win rate? That'd I be do. The Rams. <laughs> That'd be the Rams. That's a bad matchup for Cincinnati, though, again, it's Joe Burrow. Um, so that's my first thought is just that matchup, right? The offensive line, defensive line. I'm not surprised the number. Three and a half felt like where this would open. Mike Lombardi, Joe, said a few minutes ago, you you should get the Rams now. He thinks this is going to go up. I'm not sure about that. It did last night. He right. is 100% accurate on that. So it was interesting. I was scouring the sports books, looking around at different prices, and it was not unanimous. There was no consensus at the start. You knew it's going to get hammered. It's a freaking Super Bowl. So people are ready to go. They have their numbers. Um and that which we realized what the matchup was going to be. It was split down the middle between the fours and the three and a halves. And then those three and a halves started to get juiced. And then they started to fade away to the point where I didn't see any of them, unless you really want to lay some big time juice and, and bet early. And you think it's going to continue to climb. I don't know that it gets past four though. I don't know that we're there. There's just going to be too much support for Joe Burrow and people don't want to bet against him. What I believe is going to happen is the money line bettors will take Cincinnati. That will be the public betting on Cincinnati, betting on Joe Burrow to win the Super Bowl in his first full season. Probably the majority of spread bettors will be going with the Rams. Either they took them at three and a half or they're getting them right now at four. I think it's four or lo less than four. Now, to a field goal, Less than a field goal, I think you're asking for too much. You're not going to get that sort of value. But um, I, I think this is a pretty strong number. It's pretty telling. We, we know the people betting immediately that have their numbers, that can't wait to get down. Like, okay, this is my best opportunity. Let's see if the number's wrong. They bet from three and a half to four. The people that know what they're doing, okay? And the total at 50, 49 and a half at some spots, that one split more down the middle. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think it closes at 50. Even though the public's going to come in on the over, this is one of the few events, the few events where the public can dictate some line, some total, some spread movement because there is such an influx of money where it just dominates uh, the handle coming from the public. I don't know. I almost lean early, lean under on the total. Um, Both those totals went under yesterday. I don't know if I'm comfortable with the over, but um, I know we'll be, I'm not betting anything yet. (laughs) I know we've got plenty of time to talk about it. Um, But yeah, it is interesting. I I was on the Bengals just as underdogs for fun because I had nothing to lose in our contest. And so that was more a little bit of like luck and just taking the underdogs there. But as Joe G said, it is hard to bet against Joe Burrow. But you think about how bad that Bengals offensive line is going up against the Rams defense. That's scary. Yeah. The other thing is these coaches obviously know each other very well, which we just saw in the NFC championship game. It's it's a McVay's former quarterbacks coach. In fact, when the Rams went to the Super Bowl, was it three years ago now with Goff against the Patriots? That was, uh, you know, Zach Taylor was the quarterback's coach. He was Jared Goff's quarterback's coach. So we have that element to it. Both these coaches, I think, tend to be more conservative. So I think that could lead to a more of a low-scoring game. Now, Burrow and Stafford could both light it up. So, like, we could get points. But think about yesterday. Think about how – Joe, think about yesterday how the Bengals tried to protect Joe Burrow. And I think that's what it was. Like, Was I hitting my head, a hand against my head, watching them run the football on first down time – after time and putting Burrow in second and eight and second and nine. But I do think some of that was, Hey, we got to protect the quarterback. So we're going to try to keep the defense honest. Let's run the football. Whether or not it works like that leads to lower scoring games that led to an under yesterday. The Bengals ran the football a lot. I mean, early in that game, they were on the football on first down every single time. So if, if that happens, we know McVay could be conservative. I, th- I think Aaron's thought in an under is that feels right. For oh yeah. These two coaches. hundred percent. Which head coach will be worse? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking. Which head coach will possibly be worse? Um, I don't I don't love either coach, but that matchup is really hard to get past. However, we've seen Joe Burrow get past it when he's been under duress for right. entire games. Now, it didn't happen as much in the Titans game. Still won. Still won. How much does it matter? Yeah, that's going to be uh, hmm, that that that's the key matchup there. And we would think advantage McVeigh, right? He knows Taylor very well. And Taylor loves to run early on first downs. And when everybody knows it's going to go to Mixon, it usually ends up going to Mixon. Like, why? Again, with the slow start. Again. Mm-hmm. Joe G, that was a good call by you. We talked about it last week. Kansas City minus two and a half in the first quarter because of what Cincinnati does. And we give them credit. But I, I wish they called the game offensively like they're down two scores at all times because then they would be viewed as the best or a top three, top five offense in the game. Well, they yeah, and we can't, we can't forget. I mean, everyone, you know, before halftime was like, Oh yeah, this isn't even going to be close in terms of the chiefs beating the Bengals. And then here they come. It's really hard to predict what you're going to get from the Bengals, but we just know that Joe Burrow is capable of these comebacks. And he doesn't seem to get rattled. He's Joe Cool all the time. Yeah, I just feel like the Rams have have an ability if they if they put the, their foot to the gas early to jump on the Bengals. You know, like they're don't you think they match up between 
the Rams offense and the Bengals defense, if McVeigh plays it right, like he could score a bunch of points early and force Burrow to come back and then for, get his pass rush going. I just wonder how McVeigh's going to play this. Is he going to play it like, hey, let's just play a normal game here? Or is he going to try to put the, his foot down early? That that's my worry with Sean McVeigh. I like my first read is Bengals. Oh, uh, excuse me, Rams. <laughs> yeah. I, my first Agreed. thought is the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. That's what I thought last night as I went to bed. I just wonder if Sean McVay will put his foot down early, or is he going to let the Bengals hang around? I, I don't want Joe Burrow hanging around. That guy now should scare everyone. But what, is that, what does hanging around mean? 21 to 3 does not mean hanging around, but it doesn't matter. You know what right. I mean? But with it's the Rams' just... pass rush, I don't think he could do that to them. I'd be surprised. Yeah. if it, like, I, Don't you feel like if they're up 21-3, they pin their ears back? Like That's just I – mean, their, their pass rush is better than the Chiefs. I mean, Chris Jones yes. was invisible in the second half of the season. How does he not sack Joe Burrow there with about 11 minutes to go on that play? Do you, do you think their pass rush is significantly better than Tennessee's? It's, I think it's about the same. Okay. In that game, they held the – I think it's a little bit points. better. It's okay. a little bit better. Yeah, nine sacks. And 19 points, right? That's all the, that's all the Bengals got in that game. They won. Right. Yeah. Special teams yeah. edge, the kicking edge, your boy McPherson. It's got to be, right? Dude, this be. guy stones, man. What do you I love him? It's ridiculous. He's awesome. It's ridiculous. Was it Money Mac or Mac Money? I forget. <laughs> he trademarked it. Oh, did he? Did see that? Yeah, he did. <laughs> Call him, he, could, he could be named whatever he wants in this game. I, I mean, Who was, was it Mac in Mike Tyson's punch out? The I first think so. guy? The yeah. little bum <laughs> yeah, with the tank top with the Pat McPhee tank top. <laughs> yes. Um, sorry. So we're all early on the under. We're all worried about the coaches being too conservative. I like the under for sure. For, I like rush. the under a lot more than the side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pass rush Rams. Who is covering Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham? Eli Apple is not. I know that much. Oh, my gosh. Did you see the Eli Apple drama with Tyreek Hill called him a baby and then offered to buy him Super Bowl tickets? That would make me feel worse if I was Tyreek oh, yeah. Hill. Like, what are you doing? What, you what are you doing? My Apple went right at him, right for the throat. There's no comeback for that. Yeah, he's like, I'll hook you up with some Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Man. Joe Burrow did look like The Rock yesterday, didn't he? With the black turtleneck and the yes. gold chain. <laughs> the chain. <laughs> that that picture of The Rock pops up on social media like once a year, and it kills me every time. Yeah, it does. It does. It's so good. We need the Mannings to call this game. Who's got it? Which network? I feel like we talked about this a couple weeks ago, and I I was is it C, is it a CBS game? It's not Fox. I know that because everybody's making a big deal that it might be – that may have been uh, – It's NBC because it's like NBC. Olympic, Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Paul, what's your yeah. first lean? What's your first feeling on this game? So I'm just a broken man this morning after the 49ers ready. You know, went to hell. Uh, yeah. I'm going to probably bet on the Bengals because I want to watch them win it. Um I hear that like the the trenches matchup is a mess, but it should have been yesterday as well. So okay. I I'll go with I'll, I'll ride with Joe Burrow um, and Jamar Chase and those guys. I I mean the Rams. It's I mean it was just a couple weeks ago we were like eh you know not believing in them, and I I don't know that we saw a ton yesterday that restores my faith in them. You well, know? here's the thing. What's so great about the Super Bowl?
is we don't have to bet the side or total and we can have a ton of action on this game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't uh, have I'm where to. Aaron was about a week ago where like I just don't want to bet anything right now. <laughs> so that's kind of what uh, I'm Paul's, having, this Paul's having a tough one today. Okay. I I'm yeah. it's probably is it more San it's both. It's everything. I understand that. But is it more Niners Futures or Zalatoris? Yes. It's more so no, it's more yes, so the everything. futures. The Niners futures, the futures for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a but little the combo is uh you know, and then we even great. had like a sweat with Mel Nadi at first. Like we had so much action around the top of the board, and none of it worked out. Yeah, the highs we, and lows. We don't of have gambling. to talk about it. It's okay. We can we can move on. Yeah. And Luke List is just a guy. He's gonna win a tournament a year. He's also gonna bomb. Like he's gonna miss the cut so much. He's just one of right. those high variance golfers too. But anyways, that's not why the people. Yeah, and it's today. the. And it's not just the. Not cashing the twenty-five to one is that the sixty to one was an easy hedge because you were going to be able to hedge on the underdog plus money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul's in a bad spot. Yeah, he is. Listen, it yeah. happens to the best of us. Here's what I'm already worried about: as someone yesterday who had a preseason Chiefs five to one Super Bowl, and watched that disappear, and then like Paul, because we did it on the show together, the Niners future, we were all in on that. Watch that disappear. I'm just already dreading. Being on the winning side when a team is up seven or ten in the fourth quarter two weeks from now, and knowing that the co- I don't trust the coach to finish it. Take the other side. Take the dog in the money line. Protect. Might have to. How many times is that? How many times has that come through lately? Wait, uh, by yes. the way, last last night of all the playoff games, so we got to twelve. It took until the twelfth right. playoff game for the point spread to matter. First mm. eleven, the winner of the game covered every single one. Last night, with thanks to that three and a half hook that we, we spent all week talking about, mm-hmm. was uh, the first game in which the winner of the game did not cover the spread. San Francisco covered. And if if that Jimmy G pick late fell a different way, he could have walked into the end zone. They just kind of went down. There oh and gosh, yeah, well, that was right. intercepted at the ten, maybe the twelve. It was like right there, like they were right by the end zone. And let's be real. I know we're all people are laughing at Jimmy G. They laughed at him last night. Oh, the the interception we all knew was coming finally happened. People cashed their tickets. Okay, cool. It was third and 13 on that play. Let's say it's fourth and 13, fourth and 15, whatever. It wasn't tipped and intercepted. Nobody believes they're completing the first down, right? It just ends on the next play in some right. way. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it, it wasn't all the I was second. Hoping. Go ahead, Paul. No, I was just say all I was hoping for because it was the last game of the season against the Rams. They got the ball back, looked like they couldn't do anything, right? And then got the ball back again, and were able to. Like that's what I was hoping for. And I'm just never betting on Kyle Shanahan ever again because he's the worst. Ever again. <laughs> ever again. Paul, do you feel the that young... in the Panthers? <laughs> Paul, do you feel the young Andy <laughs> Reid uh, thing that I feel with Shanahan? Like he just—he's really smart. We all bad... get it. He just loses his games. It's not a bad comp, and maybe I'm having PTSD from being like high school Eagles fan that it never working out. That's where I'm at with Kyle Shanahan right now. So maybe I just don't believe he'll ever get over the hump. Right, but that was the Reed feeling for a while. It, mean, was, it, him, it was. He had to find Mahomes to get over the Man, hump. So. Yeah, I had. Uh, I found Fred Warner at 250 to one for Super Bowl MVP. I thought that was a nice find until a few hours later. <laughs> yeah. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck QL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sports. We'll dive into Super Bowl props on the other side, right here on the Beck QL Network.